Yo, yo, this your boy Constantine. You just tuned in to another episode of season two from the Fifth and Hill TV show that's based out of Los Angeles. Now, my next guest today, her name is Char- Charlene Monet. I got it correct? Yes. So <clears throat> she is an artist from Miami, Florida. She has an EP that's dropping in the middle of January. And I really believe that you should check her out. She's a hot artist, but we're going to get right into that right after these messages. Give me a minute. Okay, okay, okay. I want to give you a hand, hand clap. Okay, we, you know, we, we did that. We did that. Yes. So, so I'm not going to disrespect your name or your reputation. So I need you to tell my BAC watchers or the Fifth and Hell TV show watchers, my viewers, all of Spotify, mm-hmm. everybody who's watching. Who are you? Name is Charlene Monet. I'm based out of Miami, Florida, born and raised in Miami, Florida. Been in Atlanta for like six years now. Started my music back in 2000, graduated out of high school. I stopped for a long period of time. Um, came back hard this year of August. Mm-hmm. I've been performing like everywhere. I've been recording, dropping songs. So my EP will be out in the mm-hmm. middle of January, beginning of February. Okay. All right. So uh, do you like it in Atlanta? I love it in Atlanta. I love it. I don't mm. want to go back. <laughs> mm, mm, I, mm. It's back. It's, it's, it's relaxing. You can think more. You can do more. You don't have that like rush lifestyle unless you make yourself like that. Florida is a rush. Like, if you were not with the program, I know a lot of people who moved down to Florida and came right back in a month because they said mm. it's not. I feel like if you not born and raised in Florida and you don't know how that movement is, it's not ready. You're not ready for it. That's kind of funny because uh, that's kind of funny because Los Angeles, like Los Angeles, California is like that. And uh, New York is like that also too. So, and my my the funny thing about me is that I love like I love fast cities. I don't I don't know like maybe it's just a it's the hustle. It's like maybe it's just a it's the fast lane. You know I love the fast lane. You know you know not yeah, everybody for that. Florida is the hustle. Um, <clears throat> the reason why I like Atlanta because it's slow as hell. And by it being, it does make you lazy, but it makes you do so much in a slow motion environment. Like I can buy here, save here, stock here, do this instead of in Florida like this. If you don't move it, somebody else going to jump on it. Atlanta, it, it's open opportunity for everyone. So that's why I love Atlanta. I ain't going back. My daddy said, you coming back? I said, no. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll come. Nah, I'm not moving back. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's exactly why I believe that I'm moving to Georgia. <clears throat> and that, that's for real because, the, you know, the last time I was actually in Georgia, I actually had a really bad time. I was I had a bad time, but I learned so much, you know, yeah. being down there in the position, you know, the position, you know, that I was in. And <clears throat> the funny thing is that actually my hustle like, my hustle came from being in Atlanta. I was homeless down there for, like, 30 days. Like, like, and this was when I was, like, like 22, something like that. Like, uh-huh. so, and I'm, like, I'm 30 now, but that, but being down there, like, it taught me so much, you know, about what I want, what I don't want in my life, what I do want in my life, and, you know, to make sure I plan stuff properly. Cause I only came down there with like forty dollars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a story, but it ain't about me. It's, this is about you. It's some people like, they will help you. You will be surprised. Like strangers, completely will help you. It's mm. people who grow. People who would tell you about the business. People would tell you what not to do. That's why I love it here. Cause I'm learning so much as being an artist. And so many people is helping me. It's it's amazing and it's surprising. Okay. Okay, so with that being said, you know, since I didn't filled you out, right? So I need you to tell me what exactly got you into doing music, if you don't mind me asking. I've been, well, back in my young days when I was in Florida, um, elementary, middle school, been in private school all my life until when I was in the 11th grade. Um, had was in all the choir rehearsals in school. Mm. Everything they had, I was doing it in school. Um, prior to that, my father, he owned like five or six, like say clubs. He used mm-hmm. to book um, Chantel. That was a group. He booked James Brown. Yeah. My father booked a lot of people. I had spoke with him. He was like, "Don't forget to tell him about me. You have to mention your father." <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So that's how I, but um as I got older, I met Trina, I met all of them, they were rapping, so I just started writing. I think my first songs that I did, I wrote like 35 songs when I was mm-hmm. in high school. Don't remember none of them, but I remember one of them. Mm-hmm. Um and I just went from there. As far as I got into the industry, like trying to meet people. You know, mm-hmm. people start getting disrespectful, but I was young, you know, I was in the tw- 12th grade. I didn't know no better. And when it comes to that level of disrespect, as far as a woman trying to come out back in the days, you know, people was doing crazy stuff to get where they needed to go. Mm-hmm. I was, so I completely stopped. I stopped for um, 19 years and I came back in 2000. That's when I dropped my first song and my first song was called My Pussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by being in Florida you know how Florida music is is off the chain when it comes to women so after that people were surprised yo you rap no one in Georgia never knew I know how to rap mm-hmm. until I dropped my music and they was like wow you didn't tell us this I said no one knew but now people are starting to know yeah I used to rap so okay. yeah my music was a secrecy because of me but I'm out now I'm here I'm coming, but I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is for sure. Everybody look out into the world because, 
yeah, she she's talented. That's for sure, for sure. She she she's definitely talented. She got that glow, like whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so so what up? But you know what I'm saying, you know. But you know, but since you you're you're you know you're new to the BAC family, right? And uh, you know, uh, this is your first time being on a TV talk show, um, and this is the second season. Um, I want to take you back to the first season, and. Okay. I'm going to play a clip for you, and uh, I want you to answer this question for me, okay? Okay. Just hold up. You, you see it? You see the clip? Yes, I see it. I bet. Okay, I'm going to put all three of y'all in the hot seat, right? Ooh, let's get it. Let's get so, it. So how did business affect you? Personally, personally, and friendship-wise? Oh, you know, it's crazy. I wrote something about this today that I was going to post on social media. Ali, I can show you. It's typed up right now. I'm, I'm not going to read the whole thing. So, so, right, you heard the question, right? Yes. So, but I'm going to rephrase the question, right? And the question is this, right? So how did music affect your friendship and did that, how did the music, the, how did music, you wanting to be an artist, affects your friendships? Music, music and friends. Um, before you start doing music, you know how your friends needed you the most as far as you're supporting them. Mm -hmm. You're doing them, you're doing that for them. And then, boom, you drop the song. Mm -hmm. Boom. They start seeing your recording. Everybody on Facebook, IG, yo, Charlene's a rapper, Charlene's this, Charlene that. Mm -hmm. But it's because out of all of my friends, yeah, I posted, hey, come see me. Post my flyers. Mm -hmm. had I had about six people who came out to see me. Mm -hmm. Supporting me, constantly coming out to see me is two right now. I'm not going to come support me. I'm not going to ask no one to come support me. If you want mm -hmm. to come support me, you will come if I'm posting a flyer. Hey, mm -hmm. you're not that day. Hey, come support. Mm -hmm. But as far as me performing, I see the same strangers who I don't even know come to all my performances. They say my song. They see my song. And what's funny, because when you post your flyer, here they go, oh, why you didn't ask me to come perform? But why do I have to ask? Right, when right. you ask to come perform, they don't even up. Mm. Some people work for others, but when it's time for you who needs that support, they won't come out and support you. But when they see it, they'll comment, yo, I missed it. I should have been here. When is your next one? You're not coming to the next one because you mm. didn't come to the other 35 performances that I had and you commented on every status that I post or someone else posts on their page and mm. shared it with me. So... I just I just leave that alone and I'm gonna continue to move forward and continue to handle my business and what I'm doing right now. Okay. All right. Well, okay, so like with that being said, right? Um a blue princess. Okay. All right. So so as I had the chance to gather my thoughts, um what I really want to know is I want to know about this project. I want to know about this EP. And what act, what's the name of it? And 
what made you actually write this, you know, write this EP or even start working on it? Oh man, I haven't found the name of the EP yet. Mm-hmm. I said I said something long time ago to somebody mm-hmm. when they asked the name of my EP. Mm-hmm. And I said I was gonna name it, I'ma pop my shit. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, that is you. So I was like, I'm gonna still think about it though. But what made me write these songs? My mind is so nasty. <laughs> oh. So all my songs are like Trina, Kaya, just talking about nasty stuff. So I get my head just freestyling and then it's like, boom, two hours wrote a song. I like my song, Bounce That Ass, Throw That Ass, My Pussy. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, I was like, I'm gonna tone it down a little bit. I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> it's covered. But yeah, it's hard. They love it though. They love it. Yeah, I don't even know why I asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I asked that. I don't even know why I even got the. That I don't even know why I even thought about the accent. I should have just asked another question, like what I'm getting ready to do now. <laughs> okay, okay, so okay, so with this EP, right? Okay, so so you had said right that people like Kaya and people like Trina um influence you. So yeah. so what made you in particular choose them? you know, to actually be your mentors, if you don't mind me asking. They're not my mentor. I used to just love their song. By me being a Florida, when it comes to women, that's like all you used to hear. My neck, my back, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you don't know name, bitch, you know? So in my head, I'm like, all right, my first song, my pussy. So when I heard Trina them now, I'd be like, I sit back and love with y'all silly hoes, even though I'm y'all problem though. Yeah, I'm loving it and then he fucking it. You know, stuff like that. So uh, I just, uh, uh, oh. uh, Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. That, that sound like you want to be a porn star. That's not cute. Welcome to you. Even a lot of But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's yeah, that's how it. Now, so by me listening to my music, that's when my vision came in my head, like, oh, they're going to love these videos. Yeah, it's it's going to be lit. I get, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be lit. The views going to be lit. <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> well, so, well, so I, I, I give you that. I give you that. That is great marketing skills. Great marketing skills. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, so, okay, so, like, how would you explain yourself as an artist? Like, what, like, okay, like, with that, you, uh, okay, you told me influences, right? You told me about yeah. the project, right? And then you said that you have a nasty mind. Point taken. Point taken. <laughs> so, so how do you explain yourself as an artist, as a, like, as a whole? Would you say, as far as genre, like, genre-wise, so three genres 
So, so what, what would you put? Like hip hop, rap, and new music, or what? What, what? How would you, you know, how would you explain yourself as an artist? And knowing that you have a nasty mind, I would be like, I can't really explain it uh-huh. because it, it just it just happens. Okay, you know, as in uh, the hip hop world, I can just listen to a beat mm-hmm. and. And I have over 30 beats that uh, people send to me for free. Yo, uh-huh. here you go. I need you to rap on this. Oh, my God. I like the way you style. Can you rap on this? But someone yeah. else send me a beat, and uh-huh. then I, I'm finished writing to it. You know, it has to be that beat. You can sit here and listen to about beat the whole entire day. Until you just find that one beat that no one didn't give you, but you just found this beat. And then uh-huh. you just start writing to it. So it's like, to this day, I have to be like, yo, have you wrote to my beat yet? I'm like, nah, I haven't wrote to it yet. It, 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 it has to interest me. So that's how I write to my music. It has to interest me. Your beat has to interest me because that beat will start having you flowing in your mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the shower. I just be flowing. I run out the shower, soap all over me, get in my phone, recording what I said, run back in the shower. Ma, why is your bed, your room floor soaking wet? I had to get something. So whatever I said in my mind, I have to keep saying it and then I record and then I end up writing a whole song to it. I'm different. I can sit here and write a whole song without a beat. Mm. And then I have to go back. So... I recently just learned how to write to a beat by listening to it. I can sit here and write about five or six songs without a beat, but I know how it's flowing in my head. So now I have to find a beat that's going to flow with what I wrote. Mm. Like with my pussy song, it took me four years to find a beat for that song. Four years. So I'm just chilling. My song say, Ma, I found a beat to your nasty song. And then when I heard it, it was like, don't 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 then I was like my pussy I was like yep that's the beat um, yeah he was like oh no nah, I don't want to hear it no more more <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh okay all right yeah this one here you have to it like you you have to listen to it did you listen to it yet uh no not yet <laughs> you know I don't I you know you know, I I get it. I get I get it, and it's very understandable. I got I got a tear in my eye. Just you know, it. I get it. All right, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. But see, what the thing is though, is that, you know what? I got another clip for you. But I ain't even gonna. I got another clip. Of, I just I gotta take a break. <laughs> so. <laughs> so all right, okay, this the uh, here we go. This is the clip. This is the clip. So so I did right, okay, look, but okay, I'm gonna start off with you, Rock Rockstar Rez, right? Mm-hmm. So how did your craft change your life? My craft changed my life? Yeah. I feel like I feel like my craft went along with my lifestyle. So it, it's you know what I mean? My craft is is good because of who I I'm, I already built a name for myself. 
and and my team, you you know you know the story behind my team. We built a name like we really was in the streets, like. So, so right, and seeing that clip, right, and that's that's from season one, and that was the uh, that was that was the episode of the relationship between the DJ and the artist. So, so how did your craft change your life? Man, just I guess by being around people. Mm. Being around people, hearing how they talk, hearing how they feel, you know, they're mm-hmm. like, yo, we need to hear a different type of music. We need to feel, you know, different type of stuff. So my craft made me different as far as um, fan base wise, um, mm-hmm. network wise. They was like, yo, you sound like such and such, but your music is different. Your voice is different. Mm. Your look different. Mm. That's how it all started for me. Mm. Mm. Okay, so, so, I mean, well, so like, is it hard being a woman in the industry? Or like, is it hard being a woman trying to put, push your music out? It is a little bit hard being a woman. I think I feel that if when you listen to certain music, some of the music is already out sound about basically the same. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not doing some hood stuff, what's saying smoking that leg or popping that thing and me and my killers, you know, rapping like that, ain't nobody gonna mess with it. But when I'm out there saying my my song. There's like, yo, that shit is fire. What's your IG? We got to do a music together. It's like they 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 deal with it. They like, yo, this is some hot shit. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I know my next two songs, they finna be hood. They finna be hot. Like, I'm I'm ready for whatever comes my way. Okay. So just because I can do nasty. I can do the opposite of nasty too. <laughs> so yeah, I'm ready for it. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, right. So with that being said, right. So what are your futures, like your future endeavors, like for the future? Like, like I know you got the, I know you got the EP, but, you know, but what are your goals like for the next six months to a year? Because um, you know, 2020 is over, and from the look, from the look on your Instagram page, you know, you've been kind of busy. Yeah, I just started. You know, I had to. I'm, I've been getting help with my IG, <laughs> what I need to put on, what I don't need to put on, what I need to remove, what I need to take off. Um, I, I just started. I just started in August, mm-hmm. so it, it's going up from here. I already have ideas of my three videos. I'm about to drop before summer. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to drop an album out before summer. Mm-hmm. My EP gonna drop. Even if I don't drop that album out, it'll be ready to drop sometime of the ending of next year or the the middle of next year. I just want to mm-hmm. focus on right now first. I'm just gonna go harder. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go harder. You got to invest in yourself as far as marketing. Mm-hmm. You got to put yourself out there. It's not gonna do it for you. You got to connect with good, dope people, network constantly. So I'm ready. Oh, I'm going somewhere next year. 
Mm. I'm going somewhere next year. Mm. Even if I don't hit to where I want to go, I'm going to be there. Mm. I'm going to be there. Yeah. <clears throat> she, uh, yeah, uh, it sound real motivated. She was like, uh, I'm going somewhere next year. That's not even a real voice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> talk. like I, I was sitting over there, I'm like, I'm like, I'm you like yeah, you know, I'm do this and, no, I'm going somewhere next year. You have, to, you have to put it into play. Like, I'm going to buy this house in three months. You don't end up buying that house in three months. I'm going somewhere. Shit, I believe you. <laughs> I was sitting over here like, yo, why her voice keep changing every time she say that? She's serious. <laughs> she said. So, okay, so, okay, so, like, with that being said, right, okay, so I want to get into COVID-19, right? So how did, okay, so how did COVID, um, so how, how did COVID affect you, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, not affect me at all. Mm. I, in the house. I was working from home, exercise from home, probably gained about 10 to 15 pounds, but I done lost all of that weight during COVID, gained it and like lost it during COVID. It really didn't affect me because COVID was at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. So whatever I had to do was in the middle of August, September. I still mm-hmm. went out, still performed, still dropped my music. So it really didn't affect me. COVID made me feel like it was just another regular day. Because most likely I was always in the house. I already had groceries. You know, it affected some people because most of the people, they be out in the streets 24-7. So I'm being in the house, it's like, yo, I need a kickback. Yo, I need to have a Where's the next kickback? It didn't affect me. It's like a a regular day for me. Okay. if I got sick or if my kids got sick, that's the only way. But other than that, yeah, it didn't affect me at all. It just made me focus on me writing more music. So, okay, so it's okay. So I'm going to go off a little bit. Like, we, you know, we, we was on the east side. So I'm going to go a little bit off the grid here, right? Oh. Off on the west side. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go <laughs> off on the grid. So I need you to, I need you to follow me. Like you know what I'm saying? So yeah, because <clears throat> this question is getting ready to come fast. All right. All right. So I'm gonna take you back to season one. All right. So 17 seconds. With the question, right? What is, what would be the right definition of a deadbeat mom and dad? And, and who want to go first? Because <laughs> so, so what's your thoughts? Had time with their kids, mm-hmm. um, not having good parenting, mm-hmm. um, not helping them out with anything. You know, personally asking them questions, making sure they're good, making sure they're okay, mm-hmm. but. I'm not going to say as money-wise because, yeah, a lot to do with it because you do have to take care of your kids as far as clothes, food, and eating. But mm-hmm. at the same time, kids, we want to be nurtured by their parents and not That's be nurtured, true. not That's be nurtured with true. someone or have to go to someone else to be nurtured. And then all of a sudden you'll be hearing your kids say, 
every day. I want to go to such and such house. I want to go to such and such house. Mm-hmm. That means that person is doing what that parent should be doing. Right, right, right. Right. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, so like, do you feel like, uh, because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, as a young parent, I don't believe that I really understood that part. Which part? Mm. Like the part, you know, the part, um, you know, the part of what you, you know, what you said about a kid wanting to be, you know, nurtured. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, me, you know, I'm always on the go. So, so since I'm always on the go, like the other day, the other day I was in the store and, um, and I was talking to one of my sons because I got three. And, um, you know, I always, you know, I always called my son, but this call was a little personal. And I called him and he was like, he was like, uh, he said, dad, uh, what'd he say? He was like, he was like, dad, um, you know, Christmas coming around. And I was like, yeah, no Christmas is coming. Around. He said, dad, well, well, you know, what are we going to do? I was like, I had to reply to him. Like, listen, you know, uh, dad is in California right now. You know, like I'm not in New York right now at this moment. So when I get back, he got quiet for a minute and he was like, he just came out and he was like, he said, dad, why are you always traveling? I was like, oh shit. I was like, yo. And then my response was like, um, you know, uh, I was like, yo, son, like I, you know, I do a lot of, you know, I do a lot of research and I do a lot of data, but you know, but real soon, like everything's gonna calm, you know, calm down and, you know, we gonna, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're going to get it together. But more so, that's when I went into it and I told myself, listen, like, you know, like, I don't want you to feel like, you know, that you don't have your father. You know what I'm there, saying? Oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you to be. And because be, because the funny thing about it is that I have a four-year-old. And mm-hmm. most of my, you know, and most of my time, and most of my time, I spend with my four-year-old because I live closer to him. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And I, I told him. He wants you around. He wants to it's, spend time. So, exactly. now, oh, you're, you're doing too much. When are you going to give me that time? He wants to be nurtured by his father, even though yes. you guys probably stay in different states or whatever. Mm-hmm. He wants you around more. He's, he's not feeling that. Exactly. So now he's doing and questioning you of, hey, when are you going to spend time with me? He might not say it out the back, but if he's going to, when you hear them say, Yo, why are you always doing this so much? That means, yeah, he wants to spend time with me. He's not going to tell you up front. You have some so blunt. They're going to be like, so when are you going to spend time with me? My kid's right now in the house. Ma, you've been performing. You've been gone for two weeks. All right. All right. I'm going to stay in the house for a week. Stay in the house for a week. Ma, I don't like this. Right. Why are you not performing? Didn't you say you want me to spend time with you? Right, Ma, right, right. Ooh. We'll see if you got to perform this week. Right. You've been in the house too long. Oh, now I'm in the house too long. Yeah, right, 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 right. And it'd be like that. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Yep. I mean, because it's times when me and my son were supposed to spend time and I call and I'll be like, yo, and I like, and I'll be just getting ready to leave town. Be like, all right, yo, come on. Like, I'm getting ready to come get you. He'd be like, he'd be like, but dad, I want my cousin to be playing. And I'm like, but you just said, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Like, listen, I'm like, I'm, I, I was like, I was going to come and get you because 
you know, we, I, I'm, I'm getting ready to leave town. He was like, no, 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 no. I want to come with you. And I was like, I said, like, nah, like, you know, now you got to wait because, you know, I don't want you to mess up time with your cousins and then I get you. And then you're complaining about, yeah, about that you want to. Yeah, you bored. You, you want the Xbox or the PlayStation. Right, right, right. So it's just, oh my gosh. Like that, it, it, like, see the thing is, is that it's like, I really believe that, you know, that the love, you know, starts at home. Like if they know, you know what I'm saying? Like if they know that they have that love, you know what I'm saying? I would rather have them being confused on whether if, if they really want to spend time with you or not, because you're away or because you're back and forth, then for you not to be in their life at all. Yes, I definitely agree. You know what I'm saying? So, and that, that's, and that, I think, like, you know, like my four-year-old, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm more hands-on with him because, you know, because, you know, he's a little closer. And I know yeah. deep, and I know deep down inside, I know when I'm, when I'm close by, like, I, I ask him, I'll be like, I'd be like, yo, you've been acting up. I'd be like, no, I haven't. And that's a damn lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, it, it's like, it's like, you know, for the, you know, for the most, you know, for the most part, that's why I did sacrifice when they was young. So I could put myself in a position, you know, to earn uh, a residual income and earn, um, you know, earn, uh, you know, you know, I mean, like the type of money, you know what I'm saying, you know, that I'm chasing so I can be a stable with that, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and be with my kids more. So, yeah, I get it. I totally <laughs> get it. <laughs> so, so, um, okay, so with that being said, right, that, that, uh, that is the interview. Um, and uh, we are going to do a part two. Uh, we are going to do um, a person-to-person -person interview. Okay. Um, so, um, I mean, well, would you be interested in something like that? Of course. Of course. Yes. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? We can do a, you know, we can actually do a, um, you know, uh, you know, what you would call, uh, you know, episode with you, you know, in the studio, um, you know, you know, one day, you know, you may be getting ready for a show or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. As a person, you know, I am interested in you, as, you know, as an artist, you know what I mean? So, um, we've definitely got that glow. But, oh, it came to the end of the interview, the ship boy Constantine. Um, I have my, my guest here, Charlene Monet. Hey. She is from Miami, Florida. I want you to look out for that EP that's coming uh we're going to call it Nasty Thoughts for now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but until next time, be out. Peace. And the bottle here, Grease, 2021. Oh my god.